welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. 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 This episode is brought to you by Hostfully, a company that helps you make beautiful guidebooks for your listing. Make your own at hostfully.com slash pad. And as a special for Get Paid for Your Pad listeners, you'll get a free guidebook consultation after you make your guidebook. Get Paid for Your Pad, episode number 125. Welcome everybody from all the way from Cali in Colombia. Today I'm talking to... Pierre from Paris and Pierre has designed a really cool application that I've been testing out for the last couple of weeks. And I definitely am convinced that it offers a lot of value to Airbnb hosts. And so I've invited him on the show to explain to us what exactly the app can do and how it can offer value to Airbnb users. So Pierre, welcome to the show. Hi, Jasper, and thanks for having me. How are you doing and where are you? I'm doing fine. And actually, uh, even though I'm French, I'm actually now residing in Brussels. So I just wanted to correct that. I'm not an ugly Parisian. Um, so yeah, now I've uh, basically starting to launch a smart BNB, uh, which is, we'll go into that to, later, uh, but which is a fantastic, I think, uh, messaging service uh, that can automate everything that you do uh, in your messaging routine from inquiry uh, to booking, from checking to checkout, and even the reviews if you want to. Very cool. And you are working on this app by yourself, right? Yes, absolutely. I've been <laughs> working. Uh, yeah, I'm working on that on my own, which definitely has probably a few issues. But I think the best advantage there is, is that there is no meeting to discuss about things. There are just one priority and only one, uh, which is to make a great product that is workable for everyone. And that can basically fit into every possible scenario. Uh, and that's what I've been working since, well, since February, and of the, since we were last year, obviously, with a progressive release of features. And now, yeah, I'm starting to start to see something that is quite, that works quite nicely, I think. Yeah, I have to say, I was surprised when you told me that you work on this by yourself, because it looks very professional. It has a lot of different functionalities. And so Thanks. I figured there'd be a whole team of programmers behind it. But uh, knowing <laughs> that uh, it was just you uh, in a, you know, uh, just uh, sitting behind your laptop in a, in a little room somewhere, sw <laughs> sweating away, I can only imagine that it must have been a lot of, uh, a lot of hours of, of sweat that you put into it. Quite a lot. Yeah, I, I would have to say. Um, but, you know, there is always this motto uh, that's where it's used around. Uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together, which is supposedly an African proverb. Uh, and everybody ends up by saying, well, you have to, to go to find someone to, uh, to go with you along a great project. But personally, I, I don't know, maybe it's in my nature, but I've always paid more attention to the first part of the sentence. And I think the point of a startup is really that things should go fast. Uh, 
uh, I've, I've been trying to work on, on other projects uh, with other people, but there was always a little bit of friction uh, depending on the service and depending on the product. So I think, yes, there is an army of, programmer, of programmers behind, but there is just, just one body. And uh, yeah, not a, not a lot of sleep. <laughs> That's the thing that matters. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. So let's talk about uh, the app itself. So first of all, why did you decide to build this app? Well, because I was uh, an Airbnb host myself. Uh, I mean, my story is that I, I'm, I was trained to be a lawyer. That's why I, I'm going. To, uh, I went to Brussels. I'm actually specialized in European law. And when I was looking for a job, I started considering what was actually my childhood dream, which was always to create a startup, build software, which is something that I've always done. Uh, and to fund my first project, I basically started renting out my flat on Airbnb with a private room. Uh, and then after a few months, I realized that actually the experience on Airbnb, especially for Airbnb hosts, was not really optimal and that there was a lot of things that could definitely be improved. Uh, I think Airbnb is a fantastic marketing and design product uh, that is basically that it was able to create an entire market out of something that before had very little value. But I don't think it's a technological product in itself. Uh, it doesn't leverage technology to achieve the goal that it has decided to, to pursue. So I decided, well, Airbnb doesn't seem to be doing that. So why not doing it myself? Actually, the first thing I wanted to do was really more something about guests themselves to help them find a place that really would match their expectations and what they would like to have. Uh, so, for example, listings with only positive reviews where the host has never consoled, etc., providing more options to, uh, to guests to find a place. But the problem, obviously, with this approach is that I quite struggle to find any kind of business model uh, because in the end, even though I love playing to code, playing and coding for me, it's, it's like a game. Uh, I would really enjoy to make a little bit of money out of that. Uh, so quite quickly and pragmatically, I wanted more into the direction of host. Uh, and there, quite frankly, the thing that after hosting 400 people in my private room and <laughs> and, and couch, uh, I, I, really, I was a bit drained, really, by the amount of messaging that I wanted to, to send out to my, to my guests uh, to make sure that they would have the best experience. Uh, it was quite, quite repetitive for me, and at one point it was a completely, it, it was a well-done routine, and I started wondering, well, why isn't there something out there to, to help me do just that? Um, and that's when I started uh, digging around and coding for, for Smart BNB, which is, should be an automated tool to really give superpowers, to give superpowers to super hosts. So I started in May then to provide some features uh, to fix a few things that are around Airbnb. That was Checkpoint, which we we'll go back later, and then Earthbeats uh, to basically provide a little hack in your for, for the ranking for the ranking of your listing in search, in search results. Uh, and then in August, I released messaging, and then from from then on, I kept on iterating and providing more features all the time uh, to solve the problems that are faced by hosts themselves. Right. So, and the app provides really a lot of functionality. It's very flexible. You can do a lot of things with it, and that's what I think is is really cool about your application. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I think you, you can provide a fixed approach uh, that would make everyone unhappy. I'm more in favor of providing a very flexible approach that would um, give more powers to the host. So, uh, yes, you have a very flexible way of organizing things. Uh, you can create templates for each listing. You can create a template for each possible event that is going to happen. So from inquiry, pre-approval, uh, a new request to book that is received, uh, a new reservation that is accepted. Uh, you can provide, you can uh, schedule templates uh, that are going to, that are going to be anywhere in time between 20 days before the check-in and 20 days after the checkout, even if that's your thing. Uh, and clearly, the the way I wanted to do that is that it should make everyone happy, and there should always be a way to achieve wh- what you want to to have as an experience. Because fundamentally, communication is deeply personal. So it's kind of contradictory in terms to promote automation while at the same time saying that it is deeply personal. The thing that it's deeply personal to you and you have some things that you really want to say to every possible guest that is going to enter your space. Um, But automation is there to help you be more personal at scale, uh, which is not being drained by the fact that you have to remember to send that message. Uh, and that that message is going to be personal, is going to relate to the guest without uh, you having to do anything for good, unless you really want to. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, it's very cool. Like, let me just talk talk about some of the, the functionality that's that's there. So I'm looking at the, the backend of the application right now. Um, first of all, it has events, which are the new booking inquiry, the new pre-approval, new request to book, or new reservation. So basically, the way it works is that you know when one of those four events happens, you can send a, an automated message to your guest, and you can use all sorts of short codes in in your message. So you can use, for example, the guest's first name. So that way it still comes across as personal. And in fact, there's no way that the guest can know that this is sent by an automated system because it, nowhere does it say, you know, message sent by Smart BNB or message, automated message or, yeah. or whatsoever, right? Yes, absolutely. So uh, I mean, that, that's really to the point uh, is to create something that would never be could never be thought as really automated. The point is that the guest should be surprised by the fact that they receive a reply very quickly, but then cannot blame it on any kind of piece of software because it perfectly relates to the situation. So that's what I mean when I say giving all superpowers, that it really is a supernatural ability uh, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> in the in the context. Right. And there's a lot of these shortcuts that you can use. There's, for example, the name of the city where the guest is traveling from. So if you want to say yeah. something like, uh, hey, I, I hope you had a great flight from or a great travels from whatever your city is, then you can do that. Yeah. The country, the, the city where your listing is located, uh, your listing name, the room type, the neighborhood, the addresses, all sorts of stuff that you can put in there. So you know, that way you can, you can make the, the messages look very personal because people won't really expect that, right? People won't uh, expect that if you use their first name and you use the name of the city that they're traveling from, they're going to assume that you, you wrote the message yourself. You, yeah, that you put your work into this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and it really matters also uh, in a business perspective. 
because when you think about it, I mean, and that's definitely my experience as a host, uh, when do you receive inquiries? In my experience, it's always been about two situations. Is the place still available? And what is going to be the price? And with those short codes, you can definitely confirm that the place is available from the check-in date to the checkout date, uh, which is something that they've filled in in their inquiry. And I think what's even more interesting, that you, which is something that you cannot do yourself uh, as a host, is to immediately confirm the price of the reservation uh, in their currency. So if uh, if you are in the if you host in New York and you have someone coming from Paris, you will give them the rates total, all fees included, as the guest would see the rates in euros and and vice versa if you have an australian going to the us or you a uh, us person going to to australia uh, you're going to have the rates confirmed in their currency and that's where actually automation can really help drive your your sales and helping your conversion rate uh, that's because obviously that's a question that is fundamental to your to your guest and they have a confirmation very quickly without you having to do anything to, with that but that is deadly accurate, and that will definitely help your guests make a decision a decision to book your place. Right. This is actually one of two things that I noticed about your app that I think are really cool and that have definitely really helped me because this is something that I struggled with. People always ask, "What's the total price?" And I can't see it because I can only see. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can <laughs> see what I what I get, and so I somehow I have to go into the you know the breakdown of the of the costs and and just calculate it myself, which is which is obviously like really annoying. So I yeah. think this this is like it's, I love that feature. I love that feature because you know I don't have to think about it, and and the guest automatically gets gets the price in its own currency. And now that we're talking about my favorite features of your app i might as well uh, name the second one which is <laughs> which i think is really cool because well there's a little story behind this uh a few months ago i had a french guest and yeah. this person sorry for that <laughs> <laughs> i should say i'm sorry for that i have i mean I, I live in brussels in belgium and i was i'm french and Clearly, I mean, I realize the same. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. But I know where it's, where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably uh, can guess. Uh, this particular guest uh, was not very proficient at the English language. And what's, what was even worse is that, you know, like uh, this, this person was really asking a lot of questions in French. And so, you know, my French is not so good. And so I had to, I had to spend quite a lot of time uh, in Google Translate. Uh, at some point, my mom even helped me because she she speaks French really well, you know, to provide enough information. And and then as a as a thank you, the the guest ended up giving me a free star review um, because I don't know there was something wrong with my apartment. I, I I didn't even understand what it was because uh, it it was a French. But anyway, yeah. But in any case, if I can reassure you. Having a five a five star reviews from a French person is absolutely impossible, <laughs> uh, and I'm French myself. I can definitely understand why. Uh, you would have to offer a first sight type luxury thing at the price of <laughs> thirty thirty euros thirty dollars per night, 
And clearly, without having any kind of question on why is it so cheap. <laughs> no, no, there, there is no French person that has ever given me a five-star reviews. Um, I, I know, it's, 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 it's so funny. Because I can I'm, say it, I'm French. <laughs> yeah, you can say it, you, know, you can say it. But, uh, you know, it's funny because I had a conversation with somebody about, about getting five-star reviews. And one of the things that I noticed that you could use as a strategy, because honestly, like for me, Almost every single time I have somebody from America, I almost, I always get a five-star review, like almost without exception. And, and the same is true for people from South America, but the people that are the most critical are the people, are people from Europe, the people from, uh, from really close by, uh, people from Holland, people from France, people from Germany, people from Scandinavia. So. I think the best way to get only five stars is to just only host people from from the US or uh, from South America. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but they say belong anywhere and definitely it's nice to, to travel also when you were in Europe. But yeah, getting back to Smart BNB, uh, because we can, I, I'm sure, talk at length about, about that conversation. But so, yeah, as you see, as you said, Smart BNB is built to be multilingual. So that means that if you and the the language that are going to be used, if it is available, if you have if you have given support to that, uh, is going to be the language in which in which the guest has seen your listing. That's the language in which Airbnb is displayed on their computer or on their mobile app. Uh, so that means that that's why it's that's a critical design made in, in Brussels because Brussels being trilingual. Uh, between French, Dutch, and English, there are always confusions about which language to use uh, when you communicate with your guests for the first time. So, of course, more often than not, you just fall back uh, to, to English uh, without actually realizing that you could actually it was better and optimal to, to just speak French. I'm not; I don't speak Dutch, so that's kind of a of an inconvenience for me and for my guests as well. But but yeah, I think that's a, that's a very neat feature, uh, and that makes it work anywhere in the world. I think before you had to basically settle on automating your messaging in English, uh, and now you, you don't have to with, with Smart BNB. You can definitely automate all your messaging in French, in English, in Spanish, in, Brazil, in Portuguese, in Chinese, in Japanese, and uh, all the languages in the world where you have guests and the language that you are, of course, comfortable speaking uh, in the first place. Right, because I see a total of 27 languages that you support. Uh, yeah, absolutely, plus English and French. Uh, so in total, that's 29, uh, which are basically all the languages supported by uh, Airbnb, plus one, I think, and I don't remember which one it is. I think it's, but yeah, I mean, I don't remember just now. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, you can, if you have uh, German guests, Greek guests, uh, Icelandic guests, Japanese guests, Korean guests, Dutch guests, et cetera, et cetera. You can definitely offer them the messages that you would like to send them spontaneously, immediately, without having to think about it. Right. And even if you don't speak the language, it's still, it's still kind of nice that the, the system automatically uh, recognizes what language your guest speaks and at least uh, send the first message in their language. You know, I mean, afterwards, you can, when you communicate with them more, you can obviously say, you know, that you don't speak Chinese or Arabic or whatever it may be. But I think it's kind of cool that they get the first message in their language, at least. Yeah, it's, a, it's the best first impression. You can definitely, I mean, from the guest perspective, you can definitely more relate 
uh, to the host that way. And things are very clear from, from the beginning about the dates, the price, whatever, whatever you want to communicate. Right, exactly. So, so that's uh, those are my, definitely my two favorite features: the fact that you can uh, use a total price uh, that the guest pays, and that you can uh, respond in, in different languages. Uh, I think that's that's really cool. Host, I can't emphasize how important it is to share recommendations of things to do or eat near your listing beforehand. Your guests won't have to go through TripAdvisor, Foursquare, or Yelp. They won't have to scratch their head and think about possible places right in the moment. I've been using Hostfully to create an online and printable guidebook to show my guests my favorite coffee places in Amsterdam. They use my recommendations and I'm getting fewer questions from my guests as a result. I've also included screenshots of my guidebook on my Airbnb listing as a way to differentiate my listing from others. So make your own guidebook at hostfully.com slash pad. Um, let's go through some of the other functionalities that you have on Smart BNB. Well, uh, what could I say? Well, you can, in terms of events, you can, for example, I mean, those, those are features that are not necessary for everyone, but you can, for example, uh, if you make it an habit to automatically pre-approve, to always pre-approve your guest, uh, you can, for example, set it as, a, as an option. So every time you receive a new, a new inquiry, the guest is immediately going to be pre-approved. That, again, that's not a feature that works for everyone, but that's a feature that has been that was under a lot of requests, that was very requested in, in the last few few weeks. Right. Um, another thing that now that Airbnb has definitely changed a little bit the pre-approval process, uh, so that it only is it's only going to last for 24 hours. Uh, you can, for example, immediately uh, send a message when that pre-approval has expired and automatically renew the pre-approval. Uh, so that means that that keeps your, your guests engaged uh, and they can still book as long as you keep on pre-approving them. The only first renewal is going to be automatic for, for the next ones that's going to be on you because you want to keep a little bit of control as well. And I wouldn't want to offer any kind of software that would spam the guest uh, every day until the check-in date. But that, that those are so small, some two small features that are still in the events flow. So that is going to that is aimed at responding fast, uh, and I think that's something that should be discussed as well um, because uh, it's lightning fast. Airbnb is going to promote hosts that are able to convert inquiries in, into reservations, uh, and is going to basically give leads to people who can who can make a sale. Um, and one of the indicators that that is taken into account by Airbnb search results uh, is your response time, is how active you and committed you are uh, to reply to the questions of your guests and to reply to the, their needs. Uh, and that's why it's really fast. Uh, it's because it can definitely improve your search results. It can save you time for sure uh, because you can respond messages and answer the questions of your of your guests. Uh, in this, in your sleep, but moreover, it creates value uh, because every time you're going to receive a new inquiry, is going to reduce your response time, and you're going to be basically climbing your way up to the first page or the first results, uh, even on your on your on the search results page. And it can have quite a dramatic event. I mean, I've had recently a user from Prague who basically started using uh, was maybe not even on the tenth first page. 
uh, and who actually now is also always on the first page. Uh, another user from Hong Kong now is basically secure on the first or, th or second at worst uh, search result. Uh, and I think that really matters a lot. And that's something basically that also I provide is some kind of market monitoring tool uh, that helps you uh, watch what is your placement in search results. So it's not only about saving your time, it's definitely about promoting your business and making sure that you get more leads, more inquiries, and eventually more bookings uh, in store. What else? Uh, well, you can also have, of course, the reservations floor, uh, which is what you have when you, every time you want to send check-in instructions, a first message on the morning to make sure that everything is okay, a message just before the checkout to say a few words and give some checkout instructions, uh, and also a review reminder. A review reminder that, for example, can be skipped if the guest has already left a review so that uh, you are not spamming them uh, asking them for a review, even though they have actually already given them. So you actually are like saying that you are using some kind of automated messaging, which is uh, which is not the way it should work. And those there is also a small neat feature that works in the background, uh, and that is something that I've seen myself uh, as a host. Um, I, I've actually had quite a lot of people from the U.S. Uh, and also from China. And when you want to to send some check-in instructions. Uh, making sure that they got the address right and checking at what time they would arrive. That means if you want, if you don't want to wake them up in the middle of the night, you, you always have to have some kind of world clock uh, around and, and know that, yes, you should probably send the message at two in the morning. Uh, I'm not planning on sending messages at two in the morning so that my guests would receive that message at the best time. I would greatly prefer a software to do that instead of me. Um, so, Every time you have a, a, a check-in message, for example, I'm going to send that and calculate what is going to be the best time for me for, for the message to be sent in the first place. Not only for it to not be sent in the middle of the night and wake, him up, and wake them up, but really so that they could try to find the best window to make sure that you can communicate together and on the last details of the trip. So that essentially is made for it's it's essentially made for peace of mind. That software can definitely calculate even in the tiniest details what is best for the experience of the guest first and allow you to do stuff that you could possibly you could not possibly do uh, on your own and personally. And that definitely can be felt as well for the guests. They are going to receive the message basically at a time when they are awake and when they can definitely respond to the question uh, that you've asked directly. Mm -hmm. Right, very cool. And then there's some other options. You can add team members. So if you, wanna, if you want an automated message to, to be sent to your cleaning lady, or when, for example, for an, uh, when there's a new reservation, you can do that. And another feature is that you can add automated reviews. And I guess this is, this is useful for uh, people who manage multiple listings. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not necessary for everyone. I mean, personally, I, I did that exactly for that purpose. You know, that I've had a few few users with tens of fifty properties, uh, and obviously they they don't have the time to clearly uh, do the do the reviews on their own. But personally, I, I would not I would not use that uh, unless really. I mean, f fundamentally, automation works great when you when everything is going great. Uh, if you are 
basically, uh, if, you, if everything there is something that goes wrong, uh, you definitely with smart PNG always have the possibility of taking back control. Uh, so you always have the opportunity to, for example, delete a review. And even better, if you have a bad review to write or you expect a bad review, you can delay the review until the very last second. So to make sure that your property is not, go- your listing is not going to have negative reviews or reviews that you expect to be negative until the very last second. And I think that's a neat feature for any Airbnb to, to have this kind of defensive approach to the listing's reputation. Uh, and for Teams, well, yes, I think Team is also pretty neat. I mean, that's the last thing that I've released, uh, and it can basically integrate with any, of course, cleaning staff uh, and with any Airbnb concierge company. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely something that I've used myself uh, when I rented out my full flat. Uh, I have a wonderful Airbnb concierge here in Pussels, and that's something I could now use to inform him live uh, that there is a, there, there is a new reservation, tell him about the date, the number of guests, and then he has all the information required to prepare the flat as a date. Uh, and basically, that means putting your listing on autopilot. Sorry, putting your listing on, on autopilot. And I think that works great. Right. Awesome. So let's talk about how people can sign up if they're interested. Well, I think the first thing, probably before even signing up, is that sh- taking a picture of your listing before, uh, which is something you can do by ordering a, a listing report, which you can do on smartbnb.io slash report. And that's going to make it visible exactly what is your daily rate, what is your position in search results today, and equally, what is your average response time? So, which is something that I've done also on you, Jasper. Uh, so, you had a very quick response time before, and now it's basically falling. Be- so, you responded, I think, between two, or two minutes on average, and now it's basically below a second, uh, just with the effect of Smart BNB's automated messaging. Uh, so, that's obviously something that is definitely going to be useful for you to, to promote your listing in search results. So, that's the first thing, I think. Go on smartbnb.io slash report. And then you just have to sign up uh, with your Airbnb account uh, straight on the front page. And then it's going to be automatically set up. Uh, we're going to get the information from your Airbnb account and pull the data from your Airbnb account and start generating for the poll the templates for new inquiries, new booking confirmations, and also check-in instruction, check-out instruction, and, and the likes, uh, so that you can start configuring and make it personal uh, without having to reinvent the wheel. So yeah, I think that's uh, the first two things that you, you can do to start becoming a super host with superpowers. A super host with superpowers. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, okay, so people can uh, they can get their uh, their free report. It's also something that uh, once you start using SmartBnB, you you get a. I think it's a it's is it a weekly report? Uh, it's a daily report. It's a daily report. Uh, okay. It's a daily market report. So uh, because I want you to see that you are going to uh, make improvements uh, in your in your listings placement in search results. So every morning at seven o'clock, uh, you're going to receive a daily market alert uh, confirming your rates, your availabilities, uh, what are the prices uh, in your in your area, uh, and most importantly, what's, what is your placement in search result, uh, which is something that is very appreciated by guests because they only see it turning green and going up, especially after every kind of action 
that that we do and that's uh, i think is really fundamental to the value that i that smart bnb aims to deliver uh, which is uh, making it a lot easier to become a, to be an airbnb host and moreover making it even more profitable uh, making sure that managing your listing through a machine that you configure uh, can actually provide more value than you would than you, than you would do uh, if you were just doing it manually and it, it's it, there are plenty of reasons why it should not have worked but the evidence is there that it does work uh, and clearly listings i mean my my customers are very happy about that and can definitely see that they don't have to be glued on their iphone on their android phone on their on the laptop to be waiting for inquiries and to respond to get by the minute to guess by the minute etc uh, that they can just relax and making sure that smart bnb is configured appropriately for what they want to achieve and then i deliver and i think that's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm sorry i'm just like a small kid probably who just looking at his creation and just wondering wow it's, it's, it's fantastic uh, that's clearly not how i behave in, in real life uh, <laughs> but i think now that i can stay take a step back on how it works uh, i think it's indeed kind of amazing to have something that that is can be easy for everyone without with a minimum time of configuration clearly most accounts are configured within an hour and that just because you have a lot of tools to help you out not only with the preloading of templates but also with simulation so we can make sure uh, that messages are indeed exactly reflects exactly reflects what you what you want to have and that Indeed, listings managed with Smart BNB are more profitable. And uh, if for people who want to sign up, they, they get a free 14-day trial. And after that, it's the price depends on the amount of listings. But for one listings, on my screen, it says 15 euros a month. Is that also $15 a month? For uh, Yeah, that's 15 euros, excluding VAT. And that's eighteen dollars uh, per month, which is basically uh, quite similar when you look at the exchange rate. Right. Uh, and that that's for the first two listings, um, which is going to be the case for the vast majority of, of Airbnb hosts. And then, if you are lucky to have several properties to manage, uh, there will be a small increment uh, for any new active listing. So you only pay for listings that are going to make money out of that additional to the first two to the first two listings all right so the first two listings are included in the 15 euro or 18 dollar yeah. monthly payment and i just noticed something that i hadn't noticed before it says including unlimited flight tracking uh, yeah that's yeah that's something neat uh, that i've coded last week uh which is yes whenever you have a, a flight number that is in your conversation i'm going to track that flight number and give you an update on on the check-in day we are not hotels. We are basically, I mean, I personally, I'm, I live in my, the place where my guests are. Uh, so I want to make sure that the organization is going all right. And I know obviously that a lot of people are also waiting for the guests to arrive, uh, which seems a little bit abnormal. So yeah, when you have flights, uh, that's taken care of. Uh, I'm going to send you an alert a few between half an hour and an hour and a half, depending on the duration of the flight. Um, if you have a concierge or check-in people that are registered uh, with the team management, uh, I'm going to send them that alert as well. And even there is this neat feature that if you, uh, because you still have to ask for the flight number, right? 
so when do you do that? Well, there is now um, uh, something that is called custom code, uh, which are basically great tools to so that you can uh, train your own chatbot uh, with variables depending on the profile of the guest, the duration of the reservation, the number of guests that are going to come here, uh, the listing in, in, at stake. I mean, you have a lot of variables. I think you have about around 30. And if the guest is likely to take a plane, uh, you can include a short paragraph that is going to ask for the guest for, for their flight number and only when the guest is likely to take a plane. Uh, if the guest is not likely to take a plane because, for example, they live across the street, uh, you won't you won't ask that. So that's that's kind of the full package. You have the flight tracking, you have the communication uh, with checking people and your Airbnb concert so that they don't get trapped. Sorry, they don't get to wait for for an hour or two or even longer uh, at your place. And you can also automatically adapt your messages to uh, the the location of your guests to make sure that if they are taking a plane, you can ask them for their flight number. That's awesome, man. So basically, let's say that the flight is delayed and you have your your check-in manager added to the team, then automatically a message will go out to your checking manager saying that the flight is delayed and that the manager could expect the guest to arrive a few hours later. Yeah, absolutely. And it will receive you and uh, the check-in person will receive the email until the, the situation is settled and until we are until the flight has landed. So uh, that, uh, for, for example, that, that's also a great feature that uh, people... I also have some custom, some users who, for example, have um, provide a, a very luxury service and also propose... I mean, that's not even luxury, but actually a lot of people do that. I'm just thinking out of this example uh, we, uh, where you can rent out your, your limousine if you want to, and the driver can also be uh, into this kind of uh, check-in, uh, be recorded as a check-in person, uh, and then be automatically updated on the status of the flight, uh, so that he doesn't have to go to the airport before before getting there. So yeah, that's, uh, I, I think that's that's kind of nice as well. It's yeah, the kind of tools uh, I would I would have loved to have as it was myself. Yeah, uh, obviously you can set up alerts on your own. Uh, but here, the advantage is really that you don't have to do anything. Right. And, uh, and another thing you told me that uh, is coming up uh, pretty soon is uh, support for the WhatsApp uh, messaging yeah, platform. Yeah, that's something I'm working on right now. I, I think it's taking a little bit longer than I wish. But in any case, there would definitely be uh, more means of communication that will be added shortly uh, to the messaging. So at worst, uh, simple text messages, but I would really like to add support for, for WhatsApp if I, if I can do that very quickly, yeah, uh, which is going to be by the, sorry, which is going to be by the end of the week by far. And that's great because I communicate with my guests a lot on WhatsApp. It's really good because people check their WhatsApp much quicker than they check their, check their email or even the Airbnb messaging system, you yeah. know, people respond quicker. So I always add all my guests, uh, if they have WhatsApp, which is the majority of my guests do actually now, if they have it, yeah. I always add them a few days in advance and I'll just send them a message and say like, Hey, what's up? Sometimes I send them a picture of, of uh, where I'm traveling. They always seem to uh, enjoy that. It makes it a little bit more personal and uh, you can share 
you can share pictures. I always take screenshots of uh, of some uh, some new places that have opened up. Uh, I take a screenshot on Foursquare, and then I send it to them, and I say something like, "Hey, there's a you know here's a few new places that are uh, that have opened up recently that you might want to check out." So it's a great uh, mens- messaging platform to, to you know to make things a bit more personal. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that it basically circumvents the limitations of Airbnb's messages. Uh, you cannot send you cannot send pictures. You cannot send documents, and you just limit it to text. Uh, and I think Airbnb, because of course all the messages that are sent through Smart BNB are not emails. They are basically native Airbnb messages, so they are going to appear in real time in the in the Airbnb conversation uh, itself. But yeah, clearly WhatsApp is uh, something that is easily requested, where basically it's they make and you you have to. To, to provide this kind of messaging service, especially for communicating with uh, teammates yep. uh, that, are helping you, that are helping you around. Yeah, awesome, man. Cool. Well, uh, I think we can talk a long time about uh, about all this, all this stuff, but uh, we've come to the end. So thank you very much, Pierre, for explaining about your app. And for those who want to use it, smartbnb.io is where you want to go. And of course, you will f- be able to find the show notes at getpaidforyourpet.com slash podcast. Thank you, Jasper. You're welcome. Thanks. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Is there something you wanted to add? No, I think it's a a great time to be an Airbnb host, (laughs) to be honest. Awesome. (laughs) You have a lot of tools that can be That's a a good uh, way to end this episode. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.